You're listening to Seattle Real Estate Podcast. Hey, everybody. I'm Sean Reynolds, the owner of Summit Properties Northwest, Reynolds and Client Appraisal, and your host for this episode of the Seattle Real Estate Podcast. So because we're in Seattle and Seattle is located in Washington, we're going to go over what Governor Inslee's plan for reopening the state of Washington is. And then at the very tail end of this podcast, I'm going to go into uh, the fact that banks can now postpone some appraisals until 120 days after a mortgage closes. I'm getting asked a bunch of questions on that. So Governor Inslee started off talking about this will be more of a turning of the dial either forward or backwards, however you look at it, then flipping a switch. So it'll be done incrementally in phases instead of just boom, everybody goes back to work, everybody back, back to normal. We will be taking steps to see if they work. And these are basically direct quotes. We will not be able to lift many restrictions by May 4th. May 4th or May 5th. May 5th, I think, is when... Um, May 4th was when Inslee extended out the stay home, stay safe order to May 4th. We would be able to go back to work May 5th if that order wasn't extended out. But basically he's saying, hey, it's going to be extended. Washington's likely decline in the spread of the COVID virus is encouraging. All right, that's good. Got to like that. The next few days, the health modeling will project the course for a lot of what we're going to do. So I think before everybody rips on Governor Inslee for not giving much direction in yesterday's address, we have to understand how much information is coming out of the governor's office and how many plans he has to put in place. And it's a super difficult task. It's a super, it's a shutting down the economy and reopening it. I think reopening it is way harder because now you've got to make some really concerted decisions and important decisions on how this goes down so there isn't the public backlash of oh my gosh uh, my aunt got infected on round two and died that kind of thing got to be super careful all right so and because of the great work in the hospital system elective surgeries will now be allowed when I heard that I was kind of like we just went from having a massive healthcare crisis where all the ventilators are going to be used up there's not enough you know, protective um, PPE in the system. And there's this massive crisis to all of a sudden, hey, it looks like we're going to be able to do elective surgeries. So for the 585,000 Washingtonians who are now claiming unemployment, I'm sure they're pretty stoked to hear that elective surgeries back in the uh, realm of things that might be be considered here shortly. Also, outdoor activities, can be able to do more of those. All right, that's great. Maybe I'll be able to take a hike. That'd be awesome. Mike Munson, let's go hike West Tiger Mountain like we did um, at the beginning of this. So that and also there was one other item um, oh, construction is going to, uh, certain segments of the construction population will be able to go back to work. That's been a big, uh, thing for me is that why aren't we allowing construction? Those guys build stuff. They can figure out how to stay six feet apart if that's the real issue here. And I also see a lot of, governmental construction workers. I drove by a school today and those guys are out working, but private construction is not. So 
that to me has been a difficult one to stomach. And I'm sure for those in the construction industries and related industries, it's like, how does that work? Pot stores are open, but construction isn't. I'm not really sure. Governor Inslee hopes that we can allow more recreation. Hope was mentioned many, many times throughout Inslee's speech, meaning he doesn't really know or he's not really willing to tell us quite yet. And so what I think is happening is he is saying something because he needs to say something. He's setting us up for, hey, this is the way it's going to go down. I know we've got another uh, newscast today at 2.30 from the governor's office, and maybe we'll get some more direction there. And that's a lot of what has happened previously is Governor Inslee will say something, and then in the next day or two after that, there's more directive, there's more direction on what's going on. So I really hope that's the case this time, because this wasn't really much of a plan, in my opinion, anyway. Um, We're going to allow the limited return of construction with safety measures in place. Okay, sounds good. We hope the data comes in so we can uh, implement construction going back to work. All right. We'll modify restrictions if the modeling holds up, meaning he'll release if if moving forward seems to be working, then we can reduce some of the, the restrictions in place and keep things going. We need healthy people to build our economy. That was a direct quote. That is true. However, you need employed people to have an economy. So you got to put people back to work. That's kind of the bottom line here. Health and safety, yep, I think people are already doing that. People who need to isolate themselves have isolated themselves. Let everybody else go back to work. Um, If we release restrictions right now or even two weeks from now, which is right around May 5th, the virus could spread even further, all right? That's true, but you got to pull the trigger at some point in time. You got to call a date, and I think we're getting close to that of when the restrictions get lifted to some extent. And you got to give us some more direction on what we're actually doing. So you're basically saying, "Ah, I don't think this is going to happen in the next two weeks. Um, All right, we get that. But so then what is the plan? The recovery plan is based on science, not politics. The plan is similar to other Western states. It is not similar to Georgia, Texas, Tennessee, South Carolina, and Florida, which are all moving very quickly to reopen their economies. And some of those states, I was looking at Georgia. Georgia has more deaths than we do. And it also has, I think they've got like 18,000 cases of coronavirus and Washington has like 12,000. So they've got considerably more cases and they've got more um, deaths, but they are opening up this Friday couple of days from now and then by this coming monday they'll have restaurants opening so gyms open on friday so if you want to work out fly down to atlanta and get a workout in uh, but that wouldn't be socially isolating yourself so don't do that don't listen to me i don't know anything so um some states are opening up and i think there's a lot of backlash to those governors because those governors are basically saying, yeah, this is what we're doing. We're just going to go ahead and open up. And I believe those are all Republican states. Yeah, Georgia, Texas, Tennessee, South Carolina, and Florida. So some governors are saying, hey, our situation isn't that bad. Here's what we're going to do. And that is kind of their call. Uh, Is it the right one? Don't know. Is there going to be a big round two of the coronavirus coming back out? I don't know. Some people seem to think there is. Some people seem to think that the 
actual death rate of the coronavirus is way, way less than what's being reported because we just haven't done the amount of testing that would give us a real idea of what uh, the impact is. But we'll figure that out as we go. That'll probably be a new story and a narrative down the road when this is all over and we'll be like, ah, yeah, remember those projections of 2 million people dying? That didn't really happen, but here's what did happen. So we'll get to the bottom of it. Oftentimes it's just way later than when you need the information, which is right now. And that's another thing. So where are the websites? Where are we getting the numbers to know if the state of Washington is on the decline of the virus and on the decline of tapping out hospitals and all the other things that go into, I think, phase one of the federal um, guidelines. And Governor Inslee did say, all right, you guys are, we're, we're following basically Western states, the United States protocol. We're also not that far off of the um, what the federal government has said through President Trump on what uh, the phase in is there on a federal level. We're not that far off. Um, but we also don't know when Governor Inslee is going to enact these things. The timeline hasn't been set. So got to get uh, get to there. Um, the plan is, requires a lot of testing and tracing. We're going to have 1,500 workers from various health agencies throughout the state doing contact tracing. And that's basically doing research. So if you know somebody got coronavirus, you know somebody's been infected, maybe they've recovered, those people will go out and figure out all the people that those people had contact with, and they're going to do research. So you got 1,500 workers running around the state kind of doing research, trying to figure out what, what's going on. That is great. Um, I think that is something that should be worked on. However, the timing, it's going to be in place by the second week of May. That's a while. Um, so are we just going to be kind of sitting on our thumbs until then? I don't really know. Um, our state is behind with supplies for testing. Governor Inslee keeps uh, stating that. And in doing so, he sent a letter to Vice President Mike Pence yesterday. That was actually April 21st. Yeah, yesterday, requesting more um, supplies. And when I read the letter, I actually opened up the letter that Governor Inslee sent to Governor or to Vice President uh, Pence. He was asking for basically one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, for 10 different things. And some of them I thought, yep, that's probably viable. But a lot of this is kind of like a kid with their Christmas wish list. Some of the things are crater scale systems that support secure HIPAA compliant closed loop information exchange between patients, their providers, labs, and public health. Here's another one. Create backstop capacity to ensure fair access to testing for vulnerable communities experiencing barriers to testing, including rural communities, communities with language barriers, and communities that are underinsured or otherwise underserved by the health system. And these things, I'm sure, are necessary. But when we are in a state where we've got this many people unemployed and people are literally struggling day to day, to kind of hold things up to ask vice president for this kind of stuff. I don't know. It just kind of struck me as, well, somebody's coming up with this list of stuff. And are we going to hold everything up till we get this? Or what is the point here? So let's work on Washington, which I think the governor is trying to do. But he may be directed by a bunch of people who 
I don't know. Um, you've created a wish list here that I don't think on the federal level is going to be well accepted. If you read through this list, you kind of go, huh. The last item was validate and assess role for serological tests. Okay, that sounds important. I have no idea what it is, but are you going to get it? No. Uh, Governor Inslee is probably just going to get dumped on by President Trump because that's what happens every time that he makes a request like this. And some of the stuff that's on there I think is, is really important, especially the testing kits. So can we get some more testing going? Yeah, need to do that. That is an important thing. I know the swabs were, were really under, um, underserved with that. We were looking to do, I think, between twenty to 30,000 tests a day is what Inslee said yesterday. And right now we're doing about 4,000 tests. So I am all for the, do, the testing. If you want to figure out what has happened, that is a historical measure. Find out wh what the impact is, because it's already passed through our community. The stuff we're doing right now is stuff we should have been doing back in November and December, but we didn't know. November, December, January. Um, that's when the real impact took place. And I saw yesterday that we saw the first couple of deaths that happened in the United States were not in Kirkland, they in Kirkland, Washington, they were in California. All right, uh, Governor Inslee also went to, until we have a vaccine, the workplace will look much different. All right, understood. Social distancing, a lot of cleaning, a lot of stuff like that. And it's going to be difficult for businesses going back being put back in place that have a hard time social distancing like how about massage therapy how's that going to go pretty hard to distance yourself when you need to work on another human being so those are some decisions that i think that are going to be really tricky to kind of figure out what the solutions are um, but we'll find out governor inslee said we have to steel ourselves against this virus and so my question is what have we been doing when we've got the economy shut down isn't that kind of stealing ourselves already? That's where I people think people are like, all right, those are comments you make at the very beginning of this, not when we are looking for a plan. We're already stealing ourselves. Again, the 585,000 people who've made an unemployment claim in the state of Washington, those people are stealing themselves because they don't have a job and they don't have any income and they are hurting. So that's kind of a given. Um, the virus could come back to, at us in waves. That that could be. I don't really know. I'm not a you know I'm not a medicine guy. I'm not a uh, virus guy. But other states seem to think that that is not a real problem. And so if people want to go back to work, going to have to figure it out sooner than later. Uh, we need to build up our broadband so business, education, and social services can all work together. Agreed. No issues there. But you don't have time to do that between now and whenever we're going to go back to work. Figure that out later. There's disparity in health care, employment opportunities between families. And he's basically hitting on there are massive economic differences between families in Washington. And that's very true. But right now, what you have is you have a state that doesn't have a tax base because nobody's working or there's very little work going on. So tell us what the plan is. Tell us what everything is based on and we'll move forward. This virus will continue to affect our lives for some time. Yep, sounds about right. We need to come together. Yep, I think a lot of people have. I think a lot of businesses have. I, from what I am seeing, most businesses have been very respectful 
of the need to be shut down or to work remotely. I don't see a lot of people out doing what they shouldn't be doing. I see some construction projects going on and I'm like, is that an essential project going on or yard services? Does that count? Because I'm seeing a lot of yard guys out there, but I'm probably not going to say anything. And then um, Governor, he quoted um, Franklin Delaware Roosevelt, the only thing we have to fear itself. The only thing we have to fear is fear itself. So, yep, he said that. All right. So was that a plan? No. Those were some broad strokes ideas that we probably should put in place, but that wasn't a plan. Washingtonians are looking for a plan. We didn't get that. We got kind of an 11 or 12 minute talk about maybe how some things could go, but we're not really sure. Now, given the amount of information that needs to come out of the governor's office, I think you're going to see a bunch come out over the next few days, or at least I hope so. Because when we went into this shutdown, that's, like I said, that's kind of how it happened. And that's how it felt for me is something would be said, we wouldn't have any directive. And then you could go to the, uh, the state website, and there'd be a lot of information there. So can't be too hard on the governor because he got a brutal job to do. Would not want to have his job right now. Horrible job making decisions and not really knowing, all right, how's this virus going to go? That's a difficult thing. But our backs are against the wall and something's got to get done. For all these people who are just kind of sitting at home going, well, we just kind of got to sit here and wait things out. All right. That's, that is an opinion as well. But if you're a small business owner, that is probably not what you are thinking so here is another opinion that um, I kind of thought, well, these are some interesting points. We should talk about it. And this is, these are some things that one of the sheriffs in one of our counties said, and he's attracting a lot of attention because he has basically said, yeah, I'm not going to enforce the stay home order, which is a radical departure from basically the state uh, order going on, which is stay home, stay safe. And here's some of the comments that I thought were worthy of taking a look at. I don't necessarily agree with them, but this is what a, an elected official, the sheriff of Snohomish County, is saying right now. And, he's, and his name is Sheriff Adam Fortney. I just watched the governor's speech to Washingtonians regarding our approach to getting Washington back in business, and I'm left to wonder if he even has a plan. To be quite honest, I wasn't sure what he was trying to say half of the time. He has no plan. He has no details. I think that's kind of harsh. I think he does have a plan. I think he does have details. He just hasn't shared them yet. So don't kill him quite yet. This simply is not good enough in times when we have taken dramatic measures as the suspension of our constitutional rights. All right, if you want to see it as your constitutional rights, I, I, kinda would, I would have said drastic measures is shutting down the economy. Leave it at that. He goes on to say it's taken 97 lives in Snohomish County. He recognizes that it's a big deal. But he says, our communities have already shown and continue to show they understand the severity of the situation. And they're doing what they can already to keep themselves, their families, and neighbors safe and healthy. And I think for a large part, that is true. We don't have people running around on our beaches doing crazy stuff. We've pretty much um, all the major events that have been canceled. People are staying home way less traffic on the streets. You know, I think people are doing what they need to do, but they're kind of at that point where like, 
hey, tell us what tell us what the deal is. He goes on to say, I'm worried about the economy and I'm worried about Washington's Washingtonians that need to make a living for their family. I am too. As more data floods in week by week and day by day about this pandemic, I think it's clear that the models have not been entirely accurate. Well, that's true because um, they are just models and how the virus acts is, can be wildly different from the models. While that is okay, we cannot continue down the same path we've been on if the government reaction does not fit the data, or even worse, the same government reaction makes our situation worse. So that's his concern, is that by keeping everybody locked down, this makes the problem worse down the road. Our governor has told us that private building construction must stop as it is not essential, but government construction is okay to continue. So let me get this right. According to the governor, if you're employed or contracted by the government to build government things, you could still make a living for your family in spite of any health risk. If you're a construction worker in the private sector, you cannot make a living and support your family because the health risk is too high. There does seem to be a little bit of a dichotomy there. The other one that he mentioned was that weed stores are open, but gun stores aren't. All right. Yeah. I don't know if either one of them need to be open at this point in time, but not my decision. So what I think doesn't matter here. If this coronavirus is so lethal and we have shut down a roaring economy to save lives, then it should be all or nothing. Interesting point. The government should not be picking winners or losers when it should be able to make an income for your family. If the virus is so lethal, it shouldn't matter whether you are building a school for the government, building a new housing development, restaurant owner, or you happen to be an independent contractor. To the contrary, if the virus is proving to not be as lethal as we thought, maybe it's time for a balanced and reasonable approach to safely get our economy moving again and allowing small business to once again provide an income for their families and save their businesses. This is what I hope for from the governor tonight, but he is not prepared or ready to make these decisions. All right, but you got to give him a break because he's trying to work through the data and figure out where we're at. To go ahead and basically state you're not going to support the order, I think that's a pretty radical um, idea and concept, but you know, each area is different and people have different ideologies. I think there is a middle ground there, and I think even if you disagree with the government, you can't outright disobey it. I don't know if that's the right word. You can't revolt. Can you do a protest? Sure, and we've had those. I think we had uh, protests this last weekend, and maybe 2,500 people showed up in, uh, in Olympia, the state capital of Washington. So that, to me, is more along the lines of if you really disagree, then that's where you should be at. And I know people will disagree with me and say, hey, the sheriff is right. Uh, he's doing what he thinks is best. That's true, but he's an elected official, and he's a government worker. He is supposed to be kind of doing what the governor says because these are statewide orders that are in place. So it'll be interesting to see how that works out. Fortunately, I don't think this is going to go on for that long. We'll get some directive here pretty soon, and we'll all have a better idea of what's going on. But a lot of divided thought, and I've seen on Facebook and um, some other places that people are really divided on, hey, get this thing going right now, get everybody back to work. And then the other side is, it's way too early. It is way too soon. You're going to blow this. We're going to have to go through another shutdown if this isn't handled right now. 
And that is another point of view. It kind of all matters on which statistical modeling you follow, which you believe in, and what you believe the right thing is. So for right now, I'm going to say, Governor Inslee, good luck to you. I hope we get some more information from you today. Um, not sure what he's going to be talking on today, but it's, um, it's a tough time for everybody. So hopefully we'll get some more direction because I think the plan that I just kind of worked through here really isn't much of a plan, but I've kind of beaten that to death. All right, so I am going to bail on the Governor Inslee thing, and I'm going to move on to a pretty specific topic because I own a real estate appraisal company. Don't forget to subscribe to our channel and hit the notification bell so you'll know when our next video is out.